Welcome back to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast. This is episode number 441. Uh, this is Tim Maluli. Here with me today is Tom Maluli. Tom, how's it going? It's going well. Happy to be here. So today, let's dive right in. We want to talk about Social Security, uh, a hot button issue that people seem to always have relatively strong feelings about and you know, tends to be a big factor for a lot of people when it comes to retirement planning and retirement income. When we're planning for people, it's always something that we have to consider. There was an article on CNBC that outlined a 13-question true or false quiz on Social Security. And I think what was very surprising was the group of people that they ask these questions to, these are people who are getting close to actually taking Social Security. Yeah. So the age group, I think, was most, they were near retirees. So they were ages 55 to 65. So the younger portion of that group can't yet claim Social Security, but they're getting to the point where they're probably thinking about retirement and retirement income and how Social Security might factor in and their numbers in terms of what they might be able to get in social security are going to be relatively close to where they're going to be when they turn 62 or when they claim down the road. 69% of these respondents, these near retirees, 55 to 65, failed or barely passed by one question, which is not great. Not great at all. (laughs) This is a lot of people in this age range expect Social Security is going to be a big, big chunk of their retirement income. Yeah. And they don't know or don't understand how the program works. Now, look, it's it's complicated. It, we both have CFPs. We know it's not straightforward. No, there's a lot to discuss and a lot to think about, a lot of bells and whistles and things that factor into Claiming Social Security, when to claim, when not to claim, when should I delay until, do I need to take it now? There's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but just knowing you know, the general nuts and bolts of, of Social Security and some you know, determining factors is important considering it's going to be such a large chunk of people's retirement plans. I mean, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like when Social Security was created... Ideally, it wasn't supposed to be the main source of income for for so many retirees. It was supposed to supplement and and help. But I mean, there are a lot of people out there that just live off of Social Security. And I don't know if that's exactly what it was designed to do. So Social Security was part of the New Deal created by FDR, President Roosevelt, in 1933, The idea was that you would start collecting Social Security at age 65. And that was the only wrinkle. I mean, now there are so many twists and turns with Social Security, like any government program. They should have just kept it simple. Yeah, it it would have been a lot easier to understand. Yeah. But it was supposed to start at age 65. This goes back now 90 years. Start at 65. In 1933, when this program began, the average life expectancy in the United States of America was 66. Right. (laughs) So you had a one in two chance of not getting Social Security at all. Yeah. 
So the odds are greatly improved yeah. that you're going to get something. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously it's turned into something much bigger and, and much more complex over the years as life and life expectancy has continued to you know, get higher and higher. They needed to adapt along the way because they weren't, might not have uh, foreseen, you know, people subsisting off of Social Security for multiple decades, let alone five years or six years. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's there's a lot to consider, and it's a, it can be a complicated topic. Still, you know, when I when I saw this article on CNBC, the hope is that these these pass rates and numbers would be a little bit better considering that social security affects pretty much everybody yeah. across the country. I'll be honest. I took the quiz. So I had you do. So I got hand up. I got an 11 out of 13. Okay. There were two questions on there that they were a little bit technical. So I, I'm making excuses here, but they were a little technical and I, I wasn't quite sure true and false. So I was like, you know, the answer, it's like, well, it kind of depends on certain factors. Like, are they talking about this or that? So, right. But anyway, so yeah. I've I'll taken also, the quiz. I'll also say that some of the way these questions are worded are vague on purpose. They're test They're questions. They're test questions, yeah. And, and so I found myself saying, well, the first half of that question is true, but the right. second half of the question is false. But anyway, let, let's just get into it. Number one, in most cases... If I take benefits before my full retirement age, they'll be reduced for early filing. True or false? That is a true statement. And they said 84% answered correctly, which is a good thing because I feel like that's one of the basics. You know, everyone has their full retirement age, whether it's, you know, for most people now it's 67. There's still some people where it's like 66 and eight months or whatever, but you know, if you if you collect before full retirement age, what you get per month and per year will be less than if you were to wait till full retirement age. I feel like most people out there should know that, uh, and eighty four percent of the people they surveyed knew that, which is which is a good thing. Just an observation: I've noticed that, like Jeopardy, the questions at the top are a little easier, and mm-hmm. as we went further yeah, and further yeah. down, when you get to the two thousand dollar question, get a little, like whoa. Complicated. They get so, down to the nitty gritty. So 84%, seven out of eight people got that one right. So number two, if I'm receiving benefits before my full retirement age and I continue to work, my benefits might be reduced based on how much I make. True or so, false? So that is also true. And 77% of people got that correct. Again, a good thing. And it makes sense, you know, if you're if you're taking benefits before full retirement age, like it says in the beginning of the statement, the question we just answered said that that is true, you would get a reduced amount. And if you continue to work, I think that's that that's the kicker here with the second question is if you continue to work and you're collecting social security, there's an extremely low threshold for what you can make at your job to not have a reduced amount. I don't have the specific numbers off the top of my head, but once you get to a certain point, I want to say it's like $50,000 a year. If you make more than that, what you get in social security is reduced dollar for dollar. dollar for dollar. It's like every $3 is a dollar off of social security. So yeah, it, 
if you continue to work and you're collecting Social Security and you're before full retirement age, based on how much you make, you're going to have reduced Social Security benefits. And I think this kind of bridges into discussions that we have with people about Social Security, about when to claim. And if you're working there, when we go through plans with people, there might not, in most cases, there's probably not going to be a need to start claiming while you're still working and and making income. Obviously, there's going to be extenuating circumstances for some people where they are, are, are already claiming and and then continue to work for whatever reason. But most people, if you're if you're working and you're before full retirement age, I'm going to guess that there's probably not a reason to claim Social Security and you're better off delaying because then you'll end up with a higher amount so when you do claim. Just a question. What if I'm retired and collecting a pension? Will that count towards offsetting Social Security? No, that that wouldn't factor in. So it's that's retirement income, pension income. It's not earned income from a salary or from wages from a job. That's right. That's a big difference between earned income and retirement income. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move on to number three. If I have a spouse, he or she can receive benefits from my record, even if he or she has no individual earnings history. True or false? That is true as well. Three true answers in a row. Again, so they said 72% of people got that one correct. You know, we've seen this with folks that come in. Part of the discussion about Social Security is figuring out, you know, if you're married, how how to file and best optimize the Social Security strategy with husband, wife, who claims first, whose benefit is bigger. There's usually some scenario where one spouse files a little earlier and the other one continues to delay. And then eventually you're both collecting social security and it's based on whoever's benefits are bigger. In this case, even if the spouse has no individual earnings history, you can claim against your other spouse. So yeah, there's, there's different strategies that come into play when you're figuring out which spouse claims first, who delays, who doesn't delay, all that stuff. Little social security tidbit that comes along with that. Your social security income, your check, it's based on the highest 35 earning years. Some people think it's based on age. Some people think it's based on the last year of your work career. It's based on the highest 35 years of your work experience. So I had years where I started the business. I went from you know, earning a lot of money in commissions when I was at Morgan Stanley, and then I went to zero. So I had a couple of years in the middle of my career where there was I, I honestly had no income to show. So it's based on the 35 highest earning years. Yeah. Yeah. I think some people might get confused with that because for a lot of people, your highest earning years will, might also coincide with the last couple of years before retirement. They might not. So they there could be a scenario where you know you start winding down for a few years before you start collecting Social Security and those those may or may not factor in. Number four here, generally, if I'm in a same-sex marriage, there are different eligibility requirements when it comes to Social Security retirement benefits. That is false. 
Most had, people got that one correct too. We which, had a three trues in a row, so I yeah. knew a false was coming. Yeah. Also, just logically thinking, there, there's no way that they would set up rules like that. I, no. They just wouldn't do it that way. So <laughs> that was a pretty easy question. Number five, if I have a spouse and he or she passes away, I will receive both my full benefit and my deceased spouse's full benefit. False. This is false. And only 65% of people got this correct. And I, I don't blame them because spousal benefits for, uh, for deceased benefits for a deceased person, the, the spouse, sometimes it, it can be a little confusing and it's worth looking up. We, we had a scenario last week, in fact, where this exact situation came up and it was worth clarifying that, you know, you can claim spousal benefits from uh, your deceased spouse up until the point that you claim your own benefit, or you can continue to claim those spousal benefits in perpetuity if that number is higher than your own benefit. So you can choose which one you want to claim, the higher of the two, and yeah, go you're, from there. You're, you will automatically get whichever one is higher. Right. So you're either going to get the spousal benefit yeah. or your own benefit, Whichever one's higher, yeah. that's what's going to happen. Right. And a lot of people just don't understand it. You're not going to get both. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're, you, you are entitled to it. Yep. Okay, next one. The money that comes out of my paycheck for Social Security goes into a specific account for me, and it stays there earning interest until I begin to receive Social Security benefits. True or false? That is false. Uh, there's a few items in that statement that make it false. Uh, your money does go into some sort of massive account pool, but it's not specific for you. Right. So your money gets put together with every other person paying into Social Security. It's like when it's like at a bank account. If you put money into a bank, your physical dollars are not sitting in a marked case specifically for you waiting to be pulled out. Tim, that's the, in that's in the vault. It's right. In my name. <laughs> exactly. There's no Tim Maluli vault at Social Security. There is just the big pool of Social Security money and when you claim Social Security in retirement, they start paying you out from the big pool of everybody's money. All right. Well number seven is if I file for retirement benefits and have dependent children aged eighteen or younger, they may also qualify for social security benefits. So this is a question that I got incorrect. Uh, the answer is true. Uh, so I thought it was false because I, I was struggling to think of a scenario where someone is retirement age that has young children under 18 as dependents that that could be, that could qualify for social security. Uh, but I think it would have been easier to answer this as true if they also included disability social social security yeah. because i feel like that's the more frequent scenario where this is applicable well charlie chaplin did have a kid in his 80s right i know that it, it and i'm not saying that 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 doesn't exist but i was just thinking frequently there's there's not too many situations where that occurs uh, but but yes, for I, I feel like for most people that fall into this category, it's going to be disability social security, yeah. not 
just regular full retirement age social security. Yeah. All right. Next question is a question that we get asked a lot. If I get divorced, I might be able to collect social security benefits based on my ex spouse's social security earnings history. True or false? That is true. And I think the most important word in that question is might. You might be able to collect Social Security based on your spouse's earning history. There are a couple there, of conditions. There are conditions based on how long you were married. If you decided to remarry, you're claiming based on someone else. So there are there are a couple different factors that could disqualify you from this, but you might be able to. So technically, the answer is true. So question number nine, we both whiffed on this one because, and I have a problem with it because I think that the wording is misleading. Mm -hmm. So under current law, I'll say that again, under current law, Social Security benefits could be reduced by 20% or more for everyone by 2035. True or false? I said false, but the answer is true, apparently. I think it should be better written as under proposed right. law. That, that's where I got tripped up as well. And again, I, I think people might read this question and be like, what? My, my Social Security is going to be reduced by 20% or more by 2035? And it's like, no, 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 wait. Like I said with the last question too, there's one word in there that is very important. Last question, it was might. This one is could. could. It also means it could not. Right. We don't know what's going to happen in 2035. If you saw the headlines from March of 2023, where Paris... And much of France was basically set on fire. That's what happened when they tried to ram through some proposed legislation to cut retirement benefits. People went out of their minds. You can also fully retire and collect full benefits at, I forget if it's 60 or 62 in France, but it's, uh, it's very different. Yeah. Than, than it is here. Yeah. And, you know, it's the question said could. We're in 2023. This is by 2035. So plenty of things can change along the way by the time we get to 2035. The laws or proposed laws laws could change two or three times by then. So I, we, I heard that Social Security will be out of money by 1998. Right. Yeah, exactly. That was so 24 years ago. Yeah. Point made. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the question next 10. Under current Social Security law, full retirement age is 65 no matter when you were born. Wrong. We covered that earlier. So full retirement age for most people now is 67. It started at 65, like you said, like you said before. There are some people out there that are kind of in the middle where they're 66 in a couple months or 66 in eight months, nine months. For most people now, it's 67. Well, all right, let's get to the last three questions here. Question 11. If I delay taking Social Security benefits past the age of 70, I will continue to get delayed retirement credit increases each year I wait. That is false. 
That's false. And I think the most surprising thing for me is that 49% of people got that right, which means that 51% of people got that wrong. That's, that's, I mean, the questions have gotten a little bit trickier as we've gone along here, but that should be Social Security 101. Yeah, like that's the, basic the, stuff. The compounding stops at 70. Right. There is no benefit to delaying to 71 or 72. Take it. Right. Take the money. Yeah. Okay. Question number 12. Social Security retirement benefits are subject to income tax, just like withdrawals from a traditional IRA account. Okay. So this statement as it's written is false, but this is where if you're a good test taker, you you will be able to sniff out that this is kind of tricky yeah. in the way that they worded this because the first half of the question is true. Right. But the second half of the question is is false. Can you just read the question again? Sure. Social Security retirement benefits are subject to income tax. Pause. That is very true. Yes. Just like withdrawals from a traditional IRA account. That false. is false. Right. So Social Security benefits are taxable in some capacity, but they're not taxed the same as earned income, which ordinary income, which is what traditional IRA distributions are taxed at. Right. So dollar one comes out of an IRA or a 401k. Every dollar that comes out is going to be taxed as if you earned a salary. It's ordinary income. Right. All right. However, with Social Security, if you earn more, if you have more income than a a certain threshold, 85% of that income is going to be considered taxable. It's not an 85% tax. Right. Someone, that would be someone wild. actually said that back to me. I was like, no, no, no. So 85% of the income will be considered taxable income. Then right. it gets applied to your bracket and you know we go from there. Yep. So a little tricky. Yep. Uh, Gotta read the question carefully. Right. We know from taking tests like that. Yep. All right. So last question. I must be a US citizen to collect. Social Security retirement benefits, true or false, Tim? That is false. Only 29% of people got that correct. There are techni- there are technically ways for people that are not U.S. citizens to collect Social Security. It doesn't say that you are collecting your own Social Security retirement benefits. You could be collecting a spouse's retirement benefits. I feel like that is one way that a non-U.S. citizen could collect on Social Security. Well, what about a a person who worked their entire career and then they retired to Belize? Mm -hmm. Right. Or Cancun. Yeah. Or they're lighting cars on fire in Paris. Right. (laughs) Right. So they work. They were a U.S. citizen. They're They're entitled to collect their Social Security benefits. Yep. Yeah, it's another question where it's worded specifically in a way to make it seem like the opposite answer is true, but it is false. So, so there was a lot that we just threw at you for social security. Obviously, as you can see, there's a lot of stuff that goes into the decision of when to claim, how to claim, what the benefits are of delaying or claiming early. 
And that's one of the things that we help people a lot with when we're working through retirement plans is figuring out the best plan for Social Security. We, Some, did, we, didn't, we did not even touch on how Medicare factors in with Social Security. Yeah. We're going to have to do a separate episode just for that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. And like I said in the beginning of the podcast, people tend to have feelings about Social Security one way or another. Ultimately, it's our job to provide you with the best information possible and all the different options and explain everything in clear terms so that you know what you're working with. And then we can have a discussion about what the plan requires, you know, what you need to do in terms of claiming or delaying and how it, how it all feels to you. Ultimately, it's up to the individual to make that decision. But this becomes we, a big factor in putting together cash flow projections for our clients. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a big source of income for a lot of people in retirement. So it's important to make an informed decision when you're doing something like Social Security. But that's going to wrap up episode 441. Thanks for hanging in there with us. We know it was a longer episode, but uh, happy to go over all this stuff. We'll see you on the next episode. Tom Maluli is an investment advisor representative with Maluli Asset Management. All opinions expressed by Tom and his podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Maluli Asset Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Clients of Maluli Asset Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. 